Mr. Khadima, is this perhaps a step in the right direction in terms of us, uh, South Africa, trying to dis- uh, to solve the energy crisis in the country? 0.3%, that is the number hmm. of the difference that it will make to import 100 megawatts in the short term, except it's going to do so at a cost, taking into account where the gas prices are currently, at a cost that is at least six and a half times more than ESCOM's inherent primary cost of energy generation. What do I mean by that? The number, the benchmark is 42 cents, at the very most 46 cents per kilowatt hour. So if they had told us that they were going to be acquiring or importing this power at the cost of 46 cents, of course then we would believe. But 0.3%, it can't make any difference. That is unfortunately just an abracadabra philosophy towards a very serious situation of Mm -hmm. power, uh, well, electricity, insecurity, and and I can't see what difference it will make. But But what worries me more is the fact that the minister continues to act unlawfully. He's a minister of a section of the law, which is the uh, Energy Regulation Amendment Act of 2007. And therefore, this is not even done in terms of the ministerial determination, which is Section 34. Mm -hmm. And if there was anybody to actually have said that they are going to enter into a power purchase agreement, it would have been ESCOM. But ESCOM itself would not have been in a position to do so because the cost is very prohibitive. This is just an old agreement. It's a resuscitation of an old agreement, which in 2016... Already it was costing two rand seventy cents a kilowatt hour for the same electricity that they purport now they are going to be getting from Mozambique, which mm-hmm. is actually generated by an independent power producer so called in Mozambique. And it is just a scheme of introducing the power ships via Mozambique because the power ships have got two inherent problems as far as South Africa is concerned. In the first instance, is to ensure that they've got a very uh, robust environmental management plan in place. And secondly, is just that of ensuring that there is a capacity on the proposed interconnection sites where they will be connecting these capacity ships. And right now, in terms of ESCOM's own uh, transmission development plan, none of the three ports that have been identified to hook up their power ships are ready to receive that power. But what they want to do is to now take those power ships into Mozambique and bring them via the back door, so to speak. Hmm. The problem remains that it will still come in at a cost of well above 500 kilowatt hour, purely because the gas prices are on yes. an international uh, you know, price index. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with you. 0.3% is minuscule, but government says they are planning. There are plans afoot to add an additional 600 megawatts in six months' time and a further 1,000 megawatts to be supplied in the long term from Mozambique. Does that help in any case? It's an absurdity. ESCOM has shut down 15,000 megawatts. 
if they have managed to increase the energy availability factor to the levels of 60%. 60% is just over 28,000 megawatts of generating capacity. That uh, 60%, by the way, it excludes the diesel generators, the OCGTs, which of course also come in at a highly prohibitive cost. And then it also excludes the so-called independent power producers of renewables, as well as independent power producers of the OCGTs. It's an absurdity. ESCOM must go back to the basics. And for as long as the politicians are unlawfully interfering, as is the case now, the Minister of Electricity cannot be the Chief Procurement Officer for ESCOM. That is unlawful. So mm. for as long as he has assumed the powers of the Chief Procurement of Officer at ESCOM, he will continue to make these very bizarre but very costly decisions that uh, will bring ESCOM to an untimely end. Mm-hmm. If they just returned the 15,000 megawatts, let's say in the very short term, if they returned 3,000 megawatts and maintained the electricity, uh, the energy availability factor at the 60% level with an improvement, a gradual improvement to 62 or 65% energy availability factor. And they returned 3,000 megawatts. There would be no load shedding because demand in the country, which this so-called Minister of Electricity had forecast that will co- come up to 37,000 megawatts, it has not materialized because they disregarded the point that those of us in the know have constantly been making, that... In fact, demand has been migrating. Demand which ESCOM ordinarily would have met eight, ten years ago. More than 6,000 megawatts of that demand has migrated. And the other catastrophic decision, very ruinous financially, decisions that uh, they have been taking, the politicians, was that of reinstituting already the very poisonous pill of 2012-2013, where they went to the energy-intensive users to claw back power, but pay those energy-intensive users for the so-called lost production. Mm-hmm. When those so-called energy-intensive uh, users, at the time, whatever that they were making, because they were allocated, all of them, they are allocated a, a quota of electricity by ESCOM. And ESCOM said, shut down your furnaces, we will buy that power back and uh, at the cost of lost production. But th- whatever they were producing, in the case of ferrochrome in 2012-2013, there was nobody to buy ferrochrome, so they yes. could not produce ferrochrome by any means. But it cost ESCOM at the time over 3.2 yes. billion rand in 2012-2013. And mm-hmm. 3.2 billion rand that could have been, I mean, 3.2 billion rand that could have been up completely. Are what yes. uh, averted, and they have now reissued the same scheme as of last week. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is this: for as long as there's this unlawful interference, and the board of ESCOM as well as the management power has been usurped from them, yes, we are unfortunately in for dark times, and the cost is going to continue to rise.